Welcome in here on a Tuesday. Nick Bender said yesterday was the last day we'd be in the 90s this year. I think oh. so. That's welcome news all the can way we, around, I think. Can we get him a cake or something? Because I, I think it's about time that news happened. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, a pretty good way to start. And then Mayor Lucas just put something out on Twitter that I just want to talk about here for a second. And maybe it hits a nerve with me because I got one of these tickets. So I, I'm not saying he's talking directly to me. You feel seen, though, don't you? I do. Yeah, I, I noticed it. But I want to talk for a second about the front license plate thing about and john maybe you have a better sense than i do of how many states require you to have both front and back oh wow i wish i did common um well kansas does not new york does florida does not Uh, i mean i'm just going over the states where i've lived and have some experience illinois does not texas does texas does so yeah it's probably close to half and half i mean would be my guess but that's only a guess so this is what he tweeted um an hour ago he said some have inquired yes Kansas City Parking Enforcement is giving tickets or has ticketed for expired license plates from any state and improper display of plates, particularly prevalent for no front plate in Missouri. Not acting to be punitive, just ensuring equal compliance with the rules. And then he said, by the way, I continue to support eliminating the front license plate requirement in Missouri. We keep it for public safety purposes, but very safe places don't have them. <laughs> don't you hate that? I mean, when, when somebody says, I think this is a bad idea, but damn it, we're going to enforce it anyway. Really? I mean, come on, why don't you not do that? Uh, by the way, the answer is 30. 30 states do, 20, uh, 20 do not. So that doesn't tell us anything. Okay. No. Um, what's the public safety purpose for having it on the front? That way police can just see, run a, run your plate and be able to see another perspective on it if they want to it's it's easier for them i guess especially i mean if if you've got a car for example if you're going through a parking lot and you're running tags for for priors or you know wants and warrants and that kind of thing uh with the little license tag readers if somebody's parked backwards into a spot right next Mm -hmm. to a wall you won't be able to see their plate um so the only reason this hit a nerve with me was for some reason when i renewed my plates i have the front one for some reason i didn't put it on I, I, it's sitting in a, it's around here somewhere. Does your car not have a bracket on the front? Cause a lot of them don't. That might be the reason. Um, you can go to a dealership and get one. Some of them charge you for it. Some of them don't. That might be the reason, or it might've just been, I didn't think to do it. It might've just been (laughs) stupidity on my part completely. So that was not a big deal for the last year and a half or however long it was until parking enforcement, as they're known to do every two or three years, went on a rampage on the plaza recently. And I mean, they enforced parking limits in areas that they didn't enforce since pre-pandemic, the two hours and and everywhere. You really had to pay attention. And so they got me once, it was a warning, and then I I just did a better job of parking in places where they didn't see it. They got me once for not having the front plate. Yeah. Now I can't find it. I can't find the sticker. I think the plate is there. Now that I think about it, it's the sticker I need to put there, and I cannot find the sticker. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing you will rarely be pulled over for. Never been stopped for it. Yeah, because I mean, when you're driving, if they're behind you, they'll see your license plate. If they're in front of you, they won't be able to see where your car is registered. So what are they going to do? Stop so you go by them, and then they can check and go, ah, I got you. It's, it's one of those things, like you said, that they'll, they'll go by while they're patrolling and check out. Uh, and by the way, I misspoke earlier. I said Illinois does not. Illinois does. And I remember this because my 73, my little Saab, 
does uh-huh. not, there is no bracket on the front for a license plate. It wasn't made for one. So I had to go out and buy uh, little Velcro straps to put around uh-huh. the front bumper. I mean, it's the most ridiculous looking thing you've ever seen. But that's, yeah, it was for the same reason because I knew eventually I was going to get popped for it. I had a car in Illinois for a long time that I had for so long that the brackets rusted where the screws were yeah. rusted on the front plate. Like I couldn't get it off. That I had to have a, a mechanic get in there with a tool and remove it for me. Because how so. often do you take it off? Right. You know, you it's have not- the same plate. Right. You just add the sticker. It's not like checking the oil. You don't think, boy, I better check the front license plate bracket to see if it's rusty. Yeah. Somebody just said, yeah, I, I spent $300 getting a bracket put on a Ford Raptor. Yeah, if if your car comes without that bracket on it, and I mean, I'm, I would assume that happens a lot around here because if you live on the Missouri side, but you buy a car from a Kansas dealership, yeah, they're not going to give you a front license plate bracket. They, they don't have them. Right, because they don't need them right. there. Okay, Texer said my neighbor's car was stolen and the cops found it by using stoplight cameras that read the front plate. That makes sense. Yeah, that's another that one of the sense. public safety reasons for doing it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I'm fine either way. I'll do whatever it is that my state requires. Yeah. So. Eh. I will, too, most of the time. <laughs> most of the I time. just can't Except find it. Except for now. I just don't know where it is. I have turned this place upside down looking for it, and I know I've seen it. But I can't find it. And yes, I know I can order a new one. Yeah. But that's a level of life management that I just haven't reached. I yet. wonder if they would clip you for that. Like if you call the DMV in Missouri and say, hey, I had a front license plate and I lost it. Uh, can I get another one? Did, did, is that money? Do they charge you more? for Because you're not renewing the tag. You know, I can't remember now if when I looked online to get a new one, if I had to pay for it or not. Money wasn't the reason I hadn't done it. Huh. It was purely just my inability to get this task done. Yeah, and and it's, I wonder. I mean, what we used to see in Florida all the time back when they did require front tags, they've dropped that since then. Was people that just put them up in the dashboard, you know, right. in the windshield. You just slide it up there. Is that even legal? I have no idea. I'd love to know how much uh, money Kansas City is making in tickets for the no front <laughs> license plate thing. But nonetheless, it's against the law supposed to do it yes um we can go to phones here as i'm getting advice on the text line that i was totally waiting for <laughs> let's yeah, let's bring in john in pleasant hill hey john hello howdy i was just gonna tell jamie all she has to do is just wait until she needs uh, her license renewed and she'll get a new sticker for her license tag and then she can put it on i will i just hope i don't get more tickets between now and then <laughs> yeah you gotta find well, the tag first so yeah, cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah, all right, good luck. Thanks, John. Yeah, oh, you know what? Um, that's another thing. Not every state that requires a front license plate requires a sticker for both. As long really? as they match. Yeah. It, uh, oh. And I'm thinking that Illinois was one of these, that as long as they match, you have the sticker on the back, but you don't need another okay. one for the front. It's redundant. Okay. I think Missouri requires the sticker on the front. Sticker on both, yeah. Because that's why I got the ticket. So, and it wasn't an expensive one. It was just a stupid one Mm -hmm. that I shouldn't have gotten my own fault, but, but I'm clearly not the only one because sometimes police will just do this. They'll just decide to pick on a thing for a while. And this is just something they're picking on. Yeah. And, and is it something, I mean, is there really a compelling reason to have them? Because it seems to me if 20 States don't and are fine, 
Right. Then really, can there be a compelling public safety reason? So I'm with you, Mr. Mayor, on half of what you said, which is the (laughs) I'm still against this part. But then, yes, I mean, stop enforcing it in the meantime. And then uh, right now, I mean, that's just a money grab. That's just taking money away from people and saying, how do do you remember how much you got fined? I want to say it was like 30 or 40 bucks. Okay, so not bad. Not huge. Um, and they did it, again, they were just kind of going around the plaza enforcing parking limits and then looking for whatever else they could find while they were at it. Gotcha. Let's go to uh, the phones when we bring in Fanny in Independence. Hello, Fanny. Hi, let me lower the radio. Hang on. Hi, um, can you hear me? Yep. Yep, we can hear you fine. Okay, great. So, yeah, I just moved to Independence from Midtown KC. Um, I was on 23rd Street, 78, coming back from a nursing home I work at. Anyway, long story short, a police officer pulled me over like a half a mile from my house and said that he, he noticed that my um, my registration, I didn't even remember, that my registration was due. And all neighbors around here said, oh, mine is from 2017, don't bother. But um, he didn't give me a ticket for that. He gave me a ticket for five miles over the speed limit. I go, come on, I'm just in this, I'm new in this neighborhood, so I have to go to court. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, by the way, and he goes, you're a New Yorker, right? He really, he gave me a hard time being an East Coaster. (laughs) Yeah, well, that'll happen right here from time to time. I rarely get pulled over. And he was like, I mean, my point is he was flashing his lights because I'm like new in the area on 23rd Street. And, you know, it's the mess capital of Missouri. Right. And I didn't know he was pulling me over. I thought he was just trying to get by because there's I always hear cop cars. So I'm proceeding, you know, thinking about my patients, blah, blah, blah. And then he pulls me over to the Walgreens. He goes, why did you keep going? I said, I don't know. I don't get pulled over. I, I didn't know you were coming after me. So <laughs> well, I was like innocently doing it, and he was just—he was just like a hard, um, hardliner. And I go, "Don't you have to go? You know, isn't your time important to go like handle another crime?" <laughs> you know? Oh, they love—they so love that. Yeah. Well, Fanny, you little speed demon, keep keep your foot off the gas, and everything will be fine. Thank you very much <laughs> for the call. Uh, she's out there in her little GTO. Just <laughs> okay. Here's what I learned from the state of Missouri. Uh, if your license plates or tabs have been stolen, you may receive up to two sets of replacement plates or tabs per year at hey, no cost. There you go. We'll just go ahead and get the two sets. Um, all you have to pay is a $6 processing fee. Except that it's a pain. Well, timeout. That's another. Wait a minute. No cost except the $6. Yeah. Okay. Well, then just say it's 6 bucks. okay? Yeah. There's also, I think part of the reason I didn't do it was because, remember we were talking about how the last time you had to go to a notary? This requires going to a notary. Yeah. And if I recall the last time I needed that, you have to make an appointment. They're not always there. <laughs> you have to go in person. Go I don't like to do things in person. That's where I went. Yeah, yeah it was U.S. Bank where I bank. Um, oh, we got a ton of calls. Yeah. Well, you we'll want to open, you open up another one. Just, uh, yeah. How about the fact that Missouri's license plates are about the ugliest ones of the 50 states? You know? Yes. Can, can we do something about that, too? How about uh, Ashley in Kansas City? Hi, Ashley. Hey, uh, yeah, you can get the tabs replaced. My ex-husband used to have his stolen all the time. So he would just keep them in his glove box. And whenever he got pulled over, he would show them to the officers. But if you get a ticket for that, usually all that you have to do is go to the court, which is a pain in the butt, 
or some courts will let you call and show that your car is legal and then they'll let you out of the ticket with no fine at all. Okay. okay. All right. That's good. But, that's... but it's a royal pain in the butt. Uh, what my mom taught me to do was to, uh, when you get the stickers, put the stickers on there. Make sure that all the other stickers aren't on there because if they yeah. are, it makes them easier to steal. Mm-hmm. So she would take a razor blade and put an X across them and then use clear fingernail polish. Because then they are dang near impossible to get off. Yeah, they, they, there's a bunch of different strategies for that, and there's ways that the thieves know to get around them. But I think the the reason to do it is the same reason for having devices like the club. It makes yours more of a pain in the butt to steal than the car next to you. Yeah, if you can do anything. I mean, we've had a club cut off of our box truck at work. And sure. Stolen. Yeah. Uh, but anything that makes it more difficult then it's going to make it more difficult and they may get spooked in the process. You never know. Like they broke into my husband's truck when they were stealing all of our trucks. And we think what happened, they got into it, rifled around, but they didn't steal it. We think because it's a fiction. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh Oh, the best anti-theft device ever. Ashley, thank you. Take care. Thanks, Ashley. Um, Yeah. That's something to keep in mind with a lot of things is that like I got, um, a ticket once because I had a headlight out and I had it with me in the car. I just hadn't replacement replaced it yet. Yeah. He said, yeah, just, he even told me, he's like, I'm going to give you the ticket because it's out. Go to court. It was like, it was mission. I think like municipal court, mm-hmm. show them you had the light that you just didn't put it in and they'll dismiss the ticket. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had one, one time. Uh, and this is, I guess, notice to everybody. Cause I was young and forgot and it, it was just dumb, but we moved. And I, I forgot to file all the, the correct paperwork with the city. We moved from one apartment to another. I was like 20. And I found out that the stickers that they mail out for the license plate mm-hmm. are mailed out like ninth class mail or something like that. And they don't <laughs> forward them. So oh, wow. if you're not there, it just gets bounced back to return to sender. So I never got my sticker and it never occurred to me. So I got pulled over for having a, st- a license plate that was like a year out of date. Why don't so, we forward them? Yeah, I, you know, that's a good question. And the judge wondered the same thing. That seems so, like an important thing to make sure gets forwarded in the mail. Yeah. I'm still getting mail. I've been in my place four years. I still get mail from the guy that lived here before. <laughs> so four oh, years later. Believe me, we could go chapter. Of, I, I, <laughs> there were three of them with three different last names who lived in our house before us. And they still get mail, including, by the way, lingerie every month. Oh, neat. So, yeah, my collection's really... Uh, Pretty outstanding by now. (laughs) You never know when you're going to need, you know, to go shopping. Um, To everyone telling me maybe they're in my glove box or I should put it in my glove box. Yes, that's the first place I looked. Uh (laughs) Yes, I I know that I I looked there. Uh, We have callers on hold. We got to get to a break. Hang with us here. We'll get to more of your calls next on KMBZ. 913-586-7798. Mayor Quentin Lucas started this conversation for us on Twitter a little while ago, uh, acknowledging that, yes, parking enforcement is out giving tickets for people that do not have a front plate or a sticker that's valid on their front plate. And I was guilty of that. Parking enforcement got me. To- I own it. It's totally my fault. How dare you? I just can't find it. <laughs> 
and I don't want to go through what feels like a very arduous process to get the new one. Off. So I'm just going to risk it. Yes. And in the meantime, yeah, he says he doesn't think there ought to be front license plates at all. But while the law says there should be, he's still going to pop you for it. It's like, you know, however many times they ticket people in Massachusetts for eating peanuts in church, which is against the law there, by the way. Judy in Warrensburg is up next with us. Hi, Judy. Hi there. What's on your um, mind? I had a license plate on the front of my car since last October that says the witch is in. <laughs> yes. And it stopped for speeding once, but they didn't catch that. But my comment is I have driven a kind of, I thought, well, I'll see how long I can get away with this, you know? So I've been driving for a year and I go through town, which is like a mile and at one time, I counted 20 cars that didn't have any front license plate. And everywhere I go, I see cars that don't even have a back license plate. Wow. Yeah. And when I'm going through parking lots, I look at cars that have uh, yellow stickers, which is for 2023. And I'm amazed at how many are expired. I mean, I've seen cars with stickers from 2020. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a long standing trope, especially here in town in Missouri, for whatever reason, doesn't tend to enforce this at all with cars running around with temporary tags, the paper tags. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that, yeah. That, that are like from 2015, 2016. You know, it's like it seems like somebody should have known by now. You get 60 days to do that. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those, too. Mm -hmm. And it just says, well, if I get caught with my witches in license plate, I'm going to have uh, something to say about that because, you know. <laughs> yeah. I love the style though. Judy, thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and I've, I've always wondered, um, cause I see people do this all the time, you know, classic car owners. Mm -hmm. If you have something that's, you know, 20 or 25 years old, that if you live in a state where they don't require a front license plate, frequently what they'll do is they'll buy an old license plate from the year their car was made. Oh, Okay. You know, just as a decoration to put on the front. But I always wondered about that. Is that even, I mean, could you get in trouble doing that because you're showing a license plate, even though it's not technically a valid one, that isn't for your car? Um. Wow, that's I don't know because the other thing that makes me think of is, are you wasting police time? If they read the If tag. they run it right. and read it. And, you know, it's not a lot of time, but they're, you're still wasting their time on a plate that's not really yours. Yeah, somebody's got to know. Huh. I mean, there's it's one of those things that maybe maybe it's not technically legal, but just nobody cares. You know, right. and they just sort of ignore it. We'll go to Jeff in Pleasant Hill up next. Hey, Jeff. Well, good morning. How are you two? Morning. Doing fine. Uh, well, basically, I just wanted to share a small story that I had from a while back uh, with our license plate troubles in our state. What happened? But essentially... What we did is we were doing a horse show, and we have our own truck and trailer that we drove out to Oklahoma to do that show. And what we did was we unloaded everything, and then we would drop the trailer and use that truck to run around the city. And one of those days, we were running around downtown just seeing all the trade parks and buildings and everything. But when we came back to our truck, we noticed we had a ticket. And that ticket was for not having a rear plate. Because the enforcement there is you're supposed to have plates on both ends. Okay. But since our truck is ready to tow a certain uh, weight in Missouri, it only has to have a front plate. But thankfully, we were able to resolve it with the 
enforcement cop right then there and have the ticket revoked. Wait, wait a minute. If say that again, if your car is rated to tow a certain weight, you don't have to have a rear tag. Yes, like a F two fifty or F three fifty, since they're rated to tow a certain amount more than likely you're going to only be using that to tow a trailer. But if you don't, it's it's just okay to have a front tag or plate only. Huh. I have never heard that before. Um, all right. Uh, well, Jeff, I, I appreciate that. That's the first I've ever heard of anything like that. Me either. I ha- Now, I will say I have seen big trucks running around, you know, bigger pickup trucks, not not like heavy machinery, but big light pickup trucks mm-hmm. that, that uh, I've seen them around town that didn't have a, a tag on the back, but I didn't, I had no idea that it was legal. I thought you were supposed to put it in the window or something. I thought they were just breaking the law. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, not doing what they were supposed to. There's a little of that that goes around. Yes. Uh, all right. We have callers on hold. Hang with us here for a couple of minutes. We'll uh, get to more of your calls next on KMBZ. So it all started with a couple of tweets from Mayor Quentin Lucas just before we went on the air saying, yes, parking enforcement is out ticketing vehicles that don't have. It's usually the front license plate that people don't have. Usually we have it in the back because most all states require it in the back. So, yeah, they're ticketing if you don't have the sticker that's up to date. We also, you're, you mentioned this briefly, but we have not really talked about the number of people that are still driving around with um, temporary tags yeah. that have been expired for years, <laughs> to which I say, go after them first. No kidding. Yeah, right. As you long know? as you have at least a valid tag on the back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It seems like you're, you're a lot closer to obeying the law than the ones who are just skirting it and not paying for a real tag. <laughs> Closer to obeying the law. I like that. <laughs> you like that? It's less illegal. Uh-huh. <laughs> we can keep going here on the phone. Jacob in Platt City's next. Hey, Jacob. Hey, John. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's happening? Um, so, that last caller kind of stole my thunder, but I'll go into detail on that a little bit, and then I'll get into stuff at Kansas as well. Um, in Missouri, on a truck... Um, I think I want to. Say, it goes by weight. I want to say it's like seven or eight thousand uh, GBW. You only have to have a front plate. So if you notice on some larger pickups and whatnot, you'll you'll notice that they don't have a license plate on the back. Okay. Um, and then as far as Kansas goes, I've actually been pulled over in Missouri and some other states for this uh, on trailers. Uh, uh, trailers rated for two thousand pounds and under. You do not have to title them. You don't have to register them. And you don't have to have plates for them. And some cops don't know that, and they will pull you over and you kind of have to sit there and explain it to them. Yeah, get the intricacies of the law. That's that's one of those things where you almost print it out. You know what I mean? Like you go to the state mm-hmm. of Kansas website, print out the law, and just keep it in the glove box so you can show right. it to them. Here it is. Yeah, they make they, – uh, well, they make – I've seen a lot of them on trailers that will say uh, – uh, Kansas under 2M, no no registration required. And they'll put that little license plate on the back of those on those little trailers. Got it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah, a lot of people mm-hmm. had texted in about that and said, "Yeah, I've got the you know thus and such truck, and I don't need to have a rear tag." I just figured if if you were that heavy that they just assumed you were going to be towing stuff that, like I said, they'd make you put it in the back window of the truck or whatever. Yeah, it might be hard to see, but when you're not towing anything, it just looks like you're breaking the law. Right. 913-586-7798. We'll keep going. Richard in Independence. Hello. Hey, guys. So, expired temp tag driver here. Good reason. <laughs> Good reason. I promise. Uh-huh. County's been trying to hit me for four years for a vehicle I haven't owned, so we're fighting. 
But uh, gotcha. Any anyway, uh, and trust me, I get nervous. I, I'm not the guy that likes to drive around inspired plates. But um, so to answer your question, John, about if you take a tag that is not to that vehicle and put it on another vehicle. Yeah. So like, let, let's say you take and trade in your car. Okay, and get another car. You can use the tag that is off your car for 30 days before you have to get it re-registered. And as long as it's not a truck or car, as long as it's not a truck tag going on a car, you can use. Uh, you just transfer the plate over and not get a new, not get a new tag. Oh the yeah, no, no, no. Tags are different. Uh, right, no, no, no. That, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like I have uh, a '57 Plymouth, and and I could go to a flea market and find a big box of old license plates and look through it and find one that was from 1957. Yeah, no, absolutely 100% illegal. A, it doesn't go to that car. B, you don't own that plate. Even if it's on the front and I don't ha- and I don't live in a state that requires a front license plate. Um, you might check with the state because some states allow novelty tags, other states do not. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, Richard, thanks. Yeah. See, and that's, that's what I mean. It's, it's not there as an identifier for the car. It's just a decoration of, Hey, this is what a license plate looked like in 1957. See, it matches the car. And I'm not talking about using it for an actual tag. I'm just talking about a lot of people use them for decorations on the front of the car. And I've always kind of gone back and forth on whether or not that's legal because it's still it's a license plate that doesn't match the car, um, even though it's at this point 60 something years old. You know, can they still get nervous about that? And seems seemingly they probably could. <laughs> All right. Now I love it when we start correcting what other people said, which I think is what we're uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes. What we're about to do next. It's a little bit, yeah, it, it can get there. How about Steve in North Kansas City? Hello, Steve. Hey, good morning. Glad you made it back from the operation. You survived our medical system. Yeah, um, hey, I appreciate that. Anyway, um, the reason cops don't want to pull over people with expired tags, that means they have to go to court. If they give, uh, a, if they give a ticket to somebody that's got a recent tag, that person can mail in the fine. If it's expired for a long time, the cop has to show up in court, too. Really? Okay. People drive around with no insurance. Which may explain why. Yeah, that's true. Hit the nerve there, too. (laughs) Yeah, Steve, thank you. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know that, uh, that, you know, if it was expired over a certain amount of time, they would have to show up. Certainly, they don't want to waste their time. But also, like the front license plates, that's the kind of thing that's probably more often going to be reported by meter readers than it is by, you know, by police that are going to pull you over for it. Um, Meter readers, the same thing as parking enforcement. And are they... Mm -hmm. Police department employees no. or just city employees? Generally, no. Uh, generally, those are city employees. I know that's the way that it was when I was in St. Louis. Here, I couldn't swear to it. Uh, the only reason I ask is because um, I am familiar with the woman who is KCPD that occasionally does parking enforcement around. And okay. that Because she just does it all the time. Yeah. That's not the person that was doing parking enforcement when they went on their little rampage. <laughs> when they, when they pop you. <laughs> yeah, if you know, yeah, it, by all means, again, hit us up because I mean, there's always going to be information out there that we just don't have yet. So um, in the meantime, we'll go to Gary in Kansas city up next. Hey, Gary. Hello. Hey there. So I've had several antique vehicles and in Kansas, you can, if you have a tag that is uh, to the proper year of the car, 
you can have, as long as that number is not in use, that tag can be reissued to that car, and it's perfectly legal. Is that the kind of thing you would have to check, whether that number has been re, re-upped? Well, if you go into the DMV, they can check it and, and run it and see if that number still is invalid. And okay. if it's invalid, then it can be reissued to your car. I had a situation one time, my oldest daughter, she was a KU student, and I had a 62 Dodge Lancer for her, and campus police pulled her over and said she had an expired tag. And she goes, well, I don't know. My dad just always takes care of that. Right. Well, that, uh-uh. he was a young young officer who didn't know. He went back and checked, and he came back and says, well, apparently you're legal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay. At least nice. she got out of it. Uh, well done. All right, Gary, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I, that also probably explains why they change up the number standard every so often. Yeah. Because back then, what you're likely to have is a plate that just has five numbers on it. Um. Yes. Anything wrong with that, though? It, if they've reused those numbers, yeah. Oh, if, yeah. Like if okay. there's an active plate that's identical to yours, even though yours is way, way, way out of date, then it might screw up the system. Allow me to go squirrel for half a second. Um, are we at some point going to run out of plate numbers? Well, <laughs> you know, it's funny you should mention that. Because it happened with area codes. Yeah. You know, we started to add area codes a, in. A while ago, uh, and I'm talking about maybe, yeah, 20 years ago, Illinois went to a system where they added a seventh digit. But they made I remember them, that. But they made them all numbers. So mm-hmm. everybody's license plate looked like a phone number, which was, it was weird. totally boring. Yeah. Um, and and what they, you know, the next step after that, if you start running out of those, and Chicago is what did it because it's mm-hmm. such a giant city. There's 8 million people there or something like that. So uh, what they do after that is they start using letters again in them. Okay. Because there you have 26 different choices instead of 9. Or 10, yeah, it'd be 10. Because um, there's only 10 digits, 0 through 9. Right. But there's 26 letters in the alphabet, which is why if right. you look at a California tag, it's like eight digits long, you know, eight spaces long, but there's a mix of letters and numbers in there. I guess that's true. Could we just make the numbers smaller and put more numbers on the plate? Sure. Yeah. Or if you're, <laughs> eventually it'd be like those European tags that are way long and skinny. <laughs> yes. This yeah. is me solving problems don't exist yet. I should stop. <laughs> it just, this is where my brain goes sometimes about that. Yep. All right, so thanks for the conversation. Uh, The mayor said, to close this out, he said, yeah, he would like to see the state get rid of the front plate. I don't know of any proposal for that to happen. Might be nice, though. Yeah. Um, Money. It makes them more money because you have to pay more for it, I assume. All right, uh, we'll take a break here. Coming up, we have an update on the number of people that watched the Chiefs-Jets game on Sunday. And the late-night shows are back. They were back last night for the first time in five months. Uh, Colbert was pretty good. We'll uh, have a couple of clips for you coming up next here on KMBZ. Phone number 913-586-7798. Late night is back. Uh, Both Fallon and Colbert started with a story that is familiar to us, and it gets us to the latest numbers about viewership of the uh, Chiefs-Jets game on Sunday. Uh, It was an average 27 million viewers. It was the most watched Sunday night football game since the Super Bowl. Roman numerals, help me out. Last year. Um, Last year, okay. It was 57? Okay. Um, Peaked at 29.4 million viewers on Sunday. Viewership was up 53% among teenage girls and 22% overall. Not bad. significant. Well, yeah. I mean, we have been so starved for this, uh, you know, and well, and and just getting football back in general and then having, I mean, obviously the Swifties had their role in it as well. (laughs) 
Like he did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, they did. They were there. Um, here's, there's a, an account that I follow on TikTok and just the thing that was pointed out was that now that these Swifties, and I hate that they're called that, but that's what they're called. <laughs> I didn't make it up. Yep. I, I didn't either. That's what they're called. Now that they are paying attention to football, it is now sort of made it okay and less taboo or less embarrassing for girls or women who don't know as much about football to have a reason to ask those questions because there's sort of this guise of like a lot of people are learning for the first time because they didn't care before. Sure. Now there's a community of people that are learning about football together for the first time. So it's okay to ask. Yeah. Well, questions. It, was, it was funny because one of the memes that went around from this last game uh, where the Chiefs struggled early was Taylor Swift up in the box next to Brittany Mahomes. Have you seen this mm-hmm. one where she's kind of whispering behind her hand at, to Brittany uh-huh. and somebody captioned it? hey, why doesn't your husband throw the ball to Travis instead of throwing it to the other team? <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. It was great also because, and I think, Colin, you mentioned this yesterday, like we're not talking enough about the fact that Ryan Reynolds was at that game. Like Taylor Swift is great, but Ryan Reynolds was there, okay? that And Hugh Jackman was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was significant. Yeah, so. they showed them walking through the metal detector, and they're mm-hmm. talking about Taylor and Taylor, and everybody's seeing her. And then I looked behind her, and I went, oh, my God, it's Ryan Reynolds. Out, <laughs> out loud, out of my mouth. Yeah, they're, was, they're buddies. I think I was just more excited that he was there than, than that she was there. I, I was just sitting there going, hey, look, a football game. But, you yeah. know, that, that's just Such me, that I it guess. was. Yes. So it was big. Um they play at the Vikings on Sunday, right? It's at Correct. Minnesota yep. coming up on Sunday. So there are stories about them preparing in Minnesota for this <laughs> mania that may hit or not. There's no word yet on whether Taylor Swift is going to be there. She's got some room in her schedule until the tour picks back up. So, well, you know what's we'll going to happen, though, is if she doesn't go. Oh, uh, I mean, if she's oh. in the studio or recording or whatever, that's going to then it's going to all start up. Again. Oh, are they on the rock? She didn't show up to the game. What's going on? Oh, I mean, it's possible she had plans on some Sundays. <laughs> yeah. This is new. Maybe she had stuff going on, uh-huh. you know? Uh, OK, so then late night came back last night. Thank you to the writer strike that is now done. Uh, Late night is back. We've got clips of Colbert and Fallon. I like Jimmy Fallon and we'll play it here in a second, but he just has this way of taking something that should be a minute and stretching it out for as long as he possibly can. And that's kind of what he did last night too. Uh, We'll play you Colbert here first. And it was a big day because right here in New York City, a world leader came to town Taylor Swift, who was at last night's Jets game to watch her new beau, Travis the Football Kelsey, superstar tight end for the Red Team. I'm big on the Reds this year. I think the Reds are going to do a lot. At the game, Taylor drank some drinks, hung out with Blake Lively, while injured Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers sat alone in the sadness box. Sorry. By the way, that's how it normally looks when you're watching the Jets. <laughs> this is all great publicity for the NFL. Mere rumors that Tay-Tay might be at last night's game game sent ticket prices surging more than 40%. Used to be you couldn't afford to watch Taylor Swift. Now you can't afford to watch Taylor Swift watch something. <laughs> I like Colbert. Nice. Uh, I missed Colbert. He did such a great job of that. Yeah, funny stuff. And then... Uh, Here's Fallon that was back on. Right, last night, the Kansas City Chiefs played the New York Jets, and for the second weekend in a row, Taylor Swift was at the game cheering on Travis Kelsey. 
And if you took a drink every time they showed Taylor on TV, you're in your hangover era. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, um, to get tickets, Taylor had to spend six hours on the phone with Ticketmaster. So he also did a song. That's what I thought we were going to hear. He also did a very long two-minute everything song we've about missed. everything you've missed over the last five months. Yeah. He did not include himself in that. <laughs> so the news about him that came out in Rolling Stone, coincidentally. Amazing. So funny. Um, did you watch any last night? Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, well, yeah, yeah, we tried to. Uh, the dog was going nuts at something going on in the neighborhood, so we missed a little bit of it. But watch Colbert from beginning to end. His interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson, th those two are always a blast to watch. And it was so much fun last night because it was extended. And right now, that to me, that's going to be the most interesting part of watching Late Night, especially this week, mm -hmm. is while the SAG strike is still going on, what on earth are they going to fill time with when they can't have stars come in and promote things do you know what they did last night do they you know had neil degrasse tyson on for almost the whole but show that was it and okay. then uh after that uh oh why can i not remember his the, the the band leader now on colbert um oh he's a really talented guitar player too anyway uh he and his band performed late in the, in the going okay that's gonna get boring quick yeah, it's like, what else are you going to do? Now, th there's plenty of interesting people, but my guess is you're going to see, especially given the season, you're going to see a lot of politicians, mm -hmm. and you're going to see um, a lot of authors. You're going to see book authors come in where the stars can't. Oh, boy. Well, hopefully that'll be exciting. It depends on who the book is. But, yeah, mm -hmm. and, and see, that's the thing. The only uh, the only provision is that if you're a, uh, an after a, you're a SAG person, you can't go on and promote struck product. What you can do is promote your book. So if, okay. you, if you get somebody who's a big famous, you get a Hugh Jackman or somebody like that who writes a book, bring uh -huh. on and have them talk about that. Huh, okay. Um, I didn't see like what Seth Meyers did or anything. I'm usually always a day behind. I saw a little bit of the monologue. Somebody said that he did a 30-minute version of... Uh, his his normal second segment. I forget I forget what he calls it, but uh, yeah, that he did a thirty minute version of that, and it was just again, it was everything we missed. But he went a little bit more in depth with it. So we'll see um, how things go this week. And and again, this is where TikTok is great because they just pull out the best part yep. for me always. All right, Colin and I are relieved that the government did not shut down over the weekend. I mean, for many reasons, but also because it meant Fat Bear Week got to go on as planned because <laughs> that was going to be affected. That was that was not an essential program from the National Park Service, so it didn't have to go on. Um, voting starts tomorrow. John, I don't know if you have the site up in front of you or if you've already picked your favorite. I have. But Nivens, I, and Colin already picked our favorites. I'm on the site, and there's this weird bracket now at the top. That doesn't include either of the bears that Colin and I picked. Oh, so, I hope that doesn't mean they're already out. I don't know. It was Voting wasn't supposed to start until tomorrow, October 4th. Okay. Um, so the bracket's confusing to me. Yeah, could. Well, hmm, yeah, I, I'm not sure how they do that. But I was, I was very heartened to see that a name from my youth, not that I'm a New York Yankees fan by any means. I never have been a New York Yankees fan. But you could not grow up when I grew up and not know the name Bucky Dent. And that, Dent, uh, that name, rather, has now been hung on one of the Bears. Bear number 164's nickname is Bucky Dent. So I'm riding that one all the way to victory. Okay, I'm adding number 164. I've got our list going at the top of our show sheet. Okay, number 164. So we find out after October 10th. Yep. How all of this turned out. And if you don't, if you have no clue what we're talking about, <laughs> it's um, explore.org does this as a part of the National Park Service. 
these are the big bears that are at Katmai National Park that stand in the river and they eat salmon and to try to get ready to hibernate for the winter. They've got 1,400 pound bears there, so you pick your favorite. And yep. just for fun. Yeah, and Bucky Dent, I believe, is a rookie. I believe he's a new one. Uh, they, they use the term yearling. So uh, I think that's the... Uh, I think I saw that somewhere in here, but yeah, either way, that's, that's the one that I'm hoping takes home the prize. Colin picked the guy, picked the one that won last year. Okay. I just picked the prettiest. I, I just picked the one that I liked that, that looked the best. So we'll see which one ends up uh, winning here and we'll keep track through the week. All right, coming up. It is that time of year. It was just Halloween decorations that looked really real. that got firefighters out. Talk about this one coming up next year on KMBZ.